deeper listening than normal this time on Culture File with the composer and instrumentalist Susan Ganey. Kirkos Ensemble are playing Ganey's work Tape Melt later this month as part of their 10th anniversary celebrations, which will be held at their North Dublin performance space, Unit 44, more of which in a moment. Ganey's work is strongly influenced by the deep listening theories of Pauline Oliveros, with whom she studied. Deep listening, she explains, is a way of carefully tuning into the world that can have powerful effects, not just for composers, but for anyone who'd like to experience the world around them a little more thoughtfully. My name is Susan Ganey and I'm a composer, improviser and sound artist from County Kerry. For me, it's it's all about the experimental process uh, in sound and the curiosity that kind of stems from the, kind of the base of everything that I do. I do a lot of field recordings and everywhere I go, even at the moment in France, I have the Zoom on the go and I record lots of different environmental sounds and incorporate them live with live musicians in live performance or mix them in with live music as well. Deep listening, I worked with Pauline Oliveros, would have kind of played a big factor in how I approach sound and I use deep listening and sonic meditations, kind of a core uh, thing that I always kind of default to as well. Tell us a bit about, for people who don't know her, who Pauline Oliveros is and and what she's responsible for. Pauline Oliveros, she kind of started a movement called Deep Listening, which kind of formed the basis of, you know, how we listen and everyday sounds and how to kind of deepen our listening and awareness so it's more focal listening, so we can kind of uh, get deeper in and out and tuned into what is actually happening in the sounds that we're hearing around us. And there's various different levels of listening just like in meditation there's various different levels that you can get to in meditation you can really switch on your your listening to a whole other level and you can switch it off as well like so that you're not constantly bombarded and overwhelmed by all the sounds as well so she kind of teaches you through various sonic meditations um that she's kind of explored to help uh everyone it's not just for composers it's it's for anyone just to kind of build more of an awareness to our surroundings and what's going on it's her deep listening sonic meditations that really anyone can explore and it really deepens your listening and kind of turns you on to the world around you in a way that uh, for me it hadn't before when I when I uh, encountered her and luckily I got to work with her as well what was she like really really chilled out you know like just lovely presence you know that kind of aura when you're around someone and you're like instantly relaxed it's like I did her deep listening retreat and it was quite a lot of it was silent um but it was constantly focusing on on sounds and you know allowing us to get quieter so that we kind of our whole bodies become absorbers and receivers of sound yeah it's kind of formed a big impression on me and my work and how I think about sound We're now currently in a space which, you know, acoustically, you and I at the moment, acoustically is kind of horrible. We're listening to each other through a strainer or something. If we were to attempt to practice deep listening in this sort of very artificial video conferencing kind of world, what what are the things that are are attracting your attention about about this uh, listening? I think it's the 
the space in between. So I think what I love about deep listening is that the space in what I'm hearing now, where I'm sitting with these, this headset and this room is, you know, completely different to the experience that you have in your room, you know, but at, at the same time, we have this ex other experience through the screen and through, uh, through the headphones as well. And there's that space between uh, us speaking and, and talking and there's this kind of uh, transmission of space that has this kind of slight tingling kind of um, sensation and feeling uh, that we can hear and feel as well at the same time. So it's, it's just very interesting. But you'd have to be, we'd have to be quiet to really kind of <laughs> listen to that. Yeah. Let's give it. Let's give it uh, a few seconds, where we and and just see what's going on. And maybe when when something strikes you, you you'd tell us about it. I'll just stop talking for a minute, and you come back in when when you'd like to say something. At this point, if you could imagine, about a minute goes by. So right there, I can hear a slight bit of your breath. I can hear the hiss, you know, that we have between us. I can hear my heartbeat. Um, or I can hear something ticking away because of my headphones, you know, I can feel a sense of my inner workings a little bit. I also felt that there was something, a sound, there's a window above me, so there was a slight little uh, sound there. So there's so many, many things going on. I'm not sure what you experienced there, but, you know, you, you could focal in and the, if, if what I was doing was kind of starting with myself and then I came out through the screen to you and back to myself and through there I listened and felt certain things happening. You know, as we, if we had longer time, we could keep going and see really what could we hear and feel, you know. What I was feeling there was that uh, if I was going to be breathing, that was sort of such a loud and intrusive sound. I should, you know, I should hold my breath because it was so it was so dominating the space. That's what I love about Pauline as well. It's all about the space and the environment that we're in. You know, so each environment and space is going to produce something different. Tape Melt will be released on an Irish cassette label called Fort Evil Fruit just before I have the performance with Kirkos. You know, Kirkus have a space called Unit 44 and, you know, this piece would not probably have a platform or a space to be performed if it wasn't for them offering up this space um, for more informal kind of setups and experimentations. So just very thankful um, to have that facility and have that should and hopefully that this will continue on in Dublin, that there will be spaces like this for artists to have informal gigs and get underground music kind of um, represented in, in performance spaces. Because it is a problem, that, you know, that Kirkos has that space for the moment, but, you know, that's, that's only chance, isn't it? Absolutely. And they could have used that for their own means and needs and performances, but they offered it up because there is such a thirst and need for like there's a lot of music that I discovered to unit 44 and even poetry and writers and so many other artists from different avenues 
that I have discovered because of Unit 44 giving this platform that they don't have to rent out a space, you know, that there isn't um, money is not the fee all and end all of being able to get the music out there. It's incredible. And I think it, it needs to be part of every artistic landscape. If you go to other European cities, I mean, there's always informal spaces for this kind of experimental cross collaboration between art forms. And I think Dublin has been lacking that for a long time. Um, and we need spaces like this. And this proves it because of the richness that's coming out of Unit 44. There is always the formal space, but there has to be that other avenue as well. Susan Ganey there, and that performance of Tape Melt is on July 29th at Kirkus Ensemble's Unit 44 in Prussia Street, Dublin, and kirkusensemble.com for details of all their 10th anniversary events.